The future of Lucas Johansson with the Washington Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Cap. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the future of Lucas Johansson with the Washington Capitals. Is there going to be a future with the Capitals? That is the question. If you are a longtime fan of the Caps, you have heard his name around this organization for quite some time. He was that first round pick back in 2016 that has just never really lived up to potential. He has had a career that's been marred with injuries. Uh, He is prone to being bit by the injury bug. So in this episode, we'll talk about his history and scouting report. Then later, we will talk about his future. Ultimately, is there a future with the Caps? But just to get it going here, talking about his 2022-23 and his Calder Cup push, taking a look at his career. Again, it's been a career that has been littered with different injuries. Not a lot different to a lot of the other Capitals uh, players in the organization. See Darcy Kemper and TJ Oshie. Some players, for whatever reason, are just more prone to being bit by the injury bug. And Lucas Johansson fits that description as well. The difficult position for the Capitals, of course, is that he is that 2016 first-round pick. He ostensibly can be a great player. On paper, he seems like a perfect fit for the Capitals. So the question is, is can can he stay healthy and can he play good enough to get a sweater night in and night out with the Caps? So that is one part of the equation. The other part of the equation, of course, and we'll talk a little bit later, is his future. Where is he going to fit based on the roster? But just taking a look at him in 2022-23, um, it's just been kind of a rough ride. Like I said, he was a 2016 first-round selection who signed a two-year extension. Um, however, he just fell short of a spot with the cap, sending him down for more playing time while keeping Matt Irwin as the seventh defenseman. His road to the NHL has been a tough one filled with adversity and injuries, and now he'll have to conquer another obstacle to make his way to DC. Um, it may be a little bit easier now, given the fact that, uh, it seems that Matt Irwin probably played his last game, uh, with the Washington Capitals. Um, is this going to present an opportunity for someone like Lucas Johansson, I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, if we just take a look, sometimes you can just learn a lot from looking at a player and how many games they played. Um, just taking a look at what he did in the uh, 2023 season here in 40 games, he had one goal and six assists with a minus five rating. So he played 40 games. That was not a complete season. Um, 
that just kind of tells you, is he going to be able to stand up to the rigors of playing a full NHL season? And is he going to be able to do it on a consistent basis? If history is any lesson, I think that, you know, this is going to be a make or break season uh, for uh, Lucas Johansson next season. That is for sure. Taking a look at him in the postseason, there is some reason for promise. In 15 games, he has two goals and three assists. Um, so that is promising and he in his plus minus is six. So again, it's better than his regular season stats would indicate. And I understand he is a defenseman, so he's not going to necessarily lead the team in goals or anything like that. But what they're looking for from Lucas, um, is for him to live up to that potential of why they drafted him where he was drafted. If you take a look at him, like I said, he was drafted in the first round, 28th overall. He will be a UFA in the 2025 season. So if you just take a look at Lucas, the player, if you take a look at the back of his hockey card, he looks like he has the potential of being that great player. Um, and, you know, for the most part, it seems like it was kind of a bumpy road to a certain extent. Um, this last season with him with the Bears, again, it seems like he's playing a bit better in the postseason. But for him to, to find an everyday role, he's going to have to be that consistent player night in and night out. And ultimately, does he have that within him? Um, sometimes you can take a look, you know, at their scouting report and we'll talk about that later in the show. And sometimes that's not, you know, a, an accurate depiction of what kind of player he is. Cause if you take a look, um, at the bears, they're playing well because they have great players and great coaches. And they have some of the players that played with the capitals down and playing in Hershey, see Alexi Protus and Beck Malenstein, those kind of players. What they're going to need uh, for him is to to solidify his place on this team by playing consistent. Um, and this is a good showcase. I've spoke about this in this podcast. This Calder Cup push is an excellent showcase for these young players to show to the Caps top brass that I am deserved of a, a, a bigger role with the Capitals. See Connor McMichael just, you know, really grabbing onto an opportunity and running with it. I think that he had the right approach. It would you know, be best served for someone like Lucas Johansson to do the same thing. Oftentimes you hear um, Alex Alexiev and Lucas Johansson kind of in the same sentence or, or in the same paragraph as players that had kind of a similar trajectory. It does appear that Alex Alexiev will break with the team in the fall and you know get a roster st a spot on the caps ostensibly if that comes into to fruition. I guess that remains to be seen. So what got derailed with Lucas Johansson? Um, if you're asking me, just taking a look at the stats and how he's played, it's injury and it's playing on a consistent basis. Uh, some of those things are within his control. Some of those things are not in his control. Again, you know, I don't think he plays overly reckless, but I just think that sometimes people, for whatever reason, just the way they're made, their bodies are made up, sometimes they're just more prone to being injured. What I hope for, my hope for Lucas Johansson is, since they did use a first-round pick on him is that he can play the way that they need him to play. Um, that's going to be important uh, for his growth. And if ultimately he cannot be that player that the Capitals thought he was, then I think they would be best on moving on from him. We'll talk about that a little bit more later in the show. So we will do that coming up after the break. What is Lucas Johansson's future with the Capitals? Is there even a future at all? We'll talk about that next. 
For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part is the perfect fit the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know if the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the, when you have the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com let's ride guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow to Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. I have a lot of great guests lined up for you guys this summer, not to mention I have you guys covered when it comes to free agency and the draft. So subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about the future of Lucas Johansson on the Capitals. Is there going to be a future with Lucas on the big team? Again, like I talked about in the first sentence, it oftentimes seemed like in a, the same sentence you would hear Alex Alexiev and Lucas Johansson are two names on the blue line to look forward going forward on this Caps team. Alex Alexiev seemed to take the moment and grab it and run with it uh, towards the end of the season. And it appears that he at least is going to have a depth role on the caps on the blue line. Uh, I'm not so sure if that's the right you know, thing to do. I mean, I guess it depends on how well he's going to play in camp. If he gets a starting job or is he going to be a depth defenseman? Um, I think that if you are a defenseman that is spending a majority of your time up in the press box, that can kind of stunt your growth. So I don't know if that's the case, but as far as Lucas Johansson is concerned here, where is he going to fit in? That's the biggest question on the Caps team. Uh, like I said, this is his year. There are a lot of players within the Capitals organization that have been talked about for years as being the next great player. Next year, nope, it wasn't their year, but next year is going to be their year. No scratch that. The year... This needs to be the season for, I would say, several different Caps players. In this episode, we are talking about Lucas Johansson and he is no different. This is his opportunity to make the most uh, of his opportunity in the Calder Cup push here. Like I said, this is a good showcase for him to the top caps brass to prove that he is deserved of a spot on the Capitals roster. Is he going to take that uh, opportunity and run with it? Um, also, it's not just that. There are summer camps, and as we go into the fall, I think that it is up to him to bring it, bring it level 10, whatever you've got in the tank, empty it out on the ice and show that you belong here. Uh, this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, this is a team that wants to get younger and faster. And Lucas Johansson fits that to the T, but is he going to play well enough to earn a spot on the Caps blue line? We don't want to have young players on this team just for having a young team's sake. We want young, great players on this team. If you see how the Stanley Cup's going, it's going between Vegas and the Panthers. It seems like Vegas is going to run away with it. Um, and how do they do it? It's not just young players. It's not just old players. It's a peppering. It's a mixture of both. I think Lucas Johansson needs to grasp that moment in the Calder Cup here. And then when it, you know, I have no reason to believe that he won't make it into, you know, cap, uh, the Caps training camp in the fall. And that is his opportunity to prove himself that this is why I belong here. There's a reason that you guys drafted me so high. 
coach put me in. I want this opportunity. And I think it's going to be a really great opportunity for Alexiev. It's going to be an opera great opportunity uh, for Lucas Johansson because they have a coach that's young minded. The youngest coach in all of the NHL at 41 years old, as I record this, who's not opposed to going with young players. If there's any reservation or there was any reservations, those left out the door when Peter Laviolette left the building. Now it's Spencer Carberry who ostensibly is going to be that coach who is going to be, you know, the hockey whisperer for these younger players. I guess it's also going to depend on who they have running the defense. But if, you know, Spencer Carberry has any say in it, I'm sure he's going to uh, also hire a coach that is going, an assistant coach that is want, going to want to work well uh, with the youth. You know, Brian McClellan and Spencer Carberry working together to hire that guy. But I do have, uh, you know, hopes that he can potentially be that guy. Uh, a little bit of reservation. Uh, the one thing, my hope is that uh, how I'm seeing him play in the Calder Cup, my reservation is how he played during the regular season. Uh, kind of a bumpy road uh, down in Hershey. He's really going to have to make the most of his opportunity. Again, there are reasons that the Capitals drafted him so high. They saw something within him that said, this is the guy for the job at some point. Um, and they don't just draft people in the first round for no reason. Um, and he is under contract. There was something that they saw in him to give him that new deal, being that he is going to be a UFA. His UFA year is in 2025. You know, just think about that first round 28th overall, you know, if you are not, uh, if you had no knowledge of Lucas Johansson, say I was talking to you on the street about hockey and I was mentioning this really great caps blue liner in the pipeline in their set level. Tell me a little bit about him. I'm like, well, let me tell you something. He was drafted in the first round. They're like, all right, I like that. Where was he drafted? 28th overall in the first round. Wow. He must be one heck of a player. And, you know, that's what I'm talking about. If you just look at those kind of things alone and you look at his stats, some of his stats, if you cherry pick them, he looks like he has the makings of being a really great hockey player. Will he live up to that potential? That is the question. Again, I want to start knocking off a lot of these guys. Either they're going to make it or they're out the door. You know, Connor McMichael, I hate to say it, It's a, if it's his season, he makes it or he's out the door. I don't want to keep these guys down here, assets that are kind of simmering down in a crock pot down in Hershey, because even though it's a crock pot, you're going to figure out a way to burn them. And we don't want to, we don't want to burn Connor McMichael's career or, you know, Lucas Johansson. Either they're going to find a spot on this Capitals team next year, or we've, we've waited long enough. Let's see what other options are. Show me what's behind door number two. What can I get for a Lucas Johansson if he doesn't live up to potential in training camp and he's, you know, put down to AHL? Johnny, spin. show me what's behind door number two. I want to see what my other options are here because obviously he is, whatever he's doing in the Capitals organization is not working. If that's the case, send him away. Let's get a return. Someone that is NHL ready to help this team right now or in the near future, because if he, this is not his year next year, then I think the caps need to cut bait and move on. All right. Coming up after the break here, we will talk about his scouting report and his history. That is what gives me the most hope in Lucas Johansson. We'll talk about that when locked on capitals continues. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this episode, we are taking a look at Lucas Johansson, a guy for me 
who I do believe is going to be the future of the Caps at some point if he can finally live up to potential. If is the question. So the scouting report intrinsically, let's look at the origin story. Let's take the face off the clock and look at the gears of Lucas Johansson. Who is he as a player? Lucas Johansson is a two-way defenseman whose game is based on his smooth skating, good agility, edge work, and strong pivots. Give Johnson, excuse me, Johansson the ability to change directions and transition quickly and effectively from offense to defense. His good lateral movement allows him to keep the play in front of him in the defense and or walk the line and open up shooting lanes in the defensive end. Johansson has decent speed and acceleration. He could stand to strengthen his lower body and have more powerful stride and better stance. This was the book on Lucas Johansson way back in the way back machine of 2016. Um, that, you know, it is kind of a common thing that I've heard about LaPierre. I've heard about McMichael. I've heard about Vinny Iario is when these guys want to make the team, one of the first things they should do is hire a nutritionist or watch some really great YouTube videos on nutrition to eat lean fat and bulk up and hit the gym and just be a force to be reckoned with. So you're not going to get driven off the puck. Don't look to me as that guy. I am not that guy of peak fitness, but I am also not an aspiring NHL player, but that is what I would tell these guys. If I, I do, I cover and I do uh, profiles on so many of these different players in the Capitals organization. And a common theme throughout all of them is that they could strengthen, they could bulk up and be more of a force to reckon with. Uh, Lucas Johansson is no exception. Uh, Johansson defends the rush well by keeping defenders in front of him and forcing them to the outside. He has a quick stride and poke checks the puck away from attackers. He uses his long stick and long arms to really cut down on passing and shooting lanes. Johansson is not much of a big hitter, but he is willing to work hard in front of the net and battle for pucks in the corners. He is more likely to work to establish uh, establish position on a forward line and tie up their stick than to clear the front of the net. He's an extremely smart player who reads the play well and has good positioning. He can create turnovers and quickly transition those into offense when he does. Again, just reading that. So what I talked about before there was just listen to those. He was a first-round draft pick. And listening to his scouting report, if you put all of that in a hockey calculator and hit the equals button, you're like, that looks like a really solid player. Of course, you're going to have to hit the minus button here as we're going to have to enter into the calculator his time on the injured list. Minus, and we're going to have to enter into the calculator some inconsistent play. Minus, now hit the equals button doesn't look quite as favorable. It's still not horrible, but it's not as good as it did when you're just taking in all the positivity. Because oftentimes when you do these profiles and previews and all that kind of thing, you just like to talk about the positive things because those are the things that are the most fun to talk about. What you don't like to talk about, most people doing these types of things don't like to talk about is the negativity. The negativity that he's injury prone and had a bit of inconsistent play. That's kind of, you know, why he is where he is right now. If he was living up to that first round pick potential, he would be playing on the Capitals right now. Kind of like Martin Faravari. You know what I'm talking about? Offensively, Johansson is able to add to the attack with a strong first pass, setting up the transition game. He also has good poise and the stick handling ability to avoid four checkers and the skate puck out of his own end. Johansson has a good sense of when to lead or join the rush and when to hang back in his own end. Working the line, he has vision and passing ability to quarterback the power play again. This guy, just on paper, seems like he should be a knockout. This piece was in Last Word on Sports.com. 
this was the, the scouting report on Lucas Johansson in 2016, drafted at number 32. Um, for me, I would love nothing more for them for him to finally make that spot on this team. The player that we've heard about for the longest time, there's a lot of players down in Hershey that we've heard about for the longest time that it would be so refreshing to finally hear them and see them on the ice, kind of like a Martin Ferravari, an Alexi Protus finally integrate some of these young players. Is it going to be the year for a lot of these young players like Lucas Johansson? I guess it remains to be seen. The difficult position that the Capitals are in, whether it's the forwards or the defense, is positions. Who's coming out to put these guys in? Because there's not a lot of guys, as I record this on in June here, that are scheduled to be out the door. I've spoke about Nick Backstrom and TJ Oshie, but if you want to take a look at unrestricted free agents and, you know, players that might be on the move, you could say Mantha or you could say Connor Sherry or, you know, kind of go into the weeds a little bit more Evgeny Kuznetsov. But there's not a lot of people that are going to be leaving uh, or getting traded out of here, at least as I record this in June. So where are these players going to fit in? You're going to need to create openings for these players to be inserted into otherwise where are they going to fit and you know again this kind of you know reminds me and i hate this more than anything is joe snively and connor mcmichael getting their opportunity them all pumped and excited except they're a healthy scratch they're going to be watching the game from the press box you know they took the morning skate but they're up in the press box you know they took the pre-game skate but they're up in the press box let's have these guys play out on the ice or i hate to say it they would be better off down in Hershey. They would. But some of the players that I list that I listed there in this episode, we're, you know, focusing in on Lucas Johansson. It's got to be their year. Or I think that, you know, they it should be on to the next one. We need NHL ready talent now. And if you have to bundle them together in a deal and ship them out, then so be it. Because I want this Capitals team to be competitive next season, not years from now, next season. I'm not talking about winning a Stanley Cup. That would be great if they could win a Stanley Cup, but I'm even talking about, you know, finishing and making it into the playoffs, period. That's what Caps fans have grown to expect. That's what Ted Leonsis, the ownership, Dick Patrick, and Brian McClellan, and Ross Mahoney, and all those guys over the years have assembled really solid lineups. Let's not let that change. Let's not, let's not this have be a culture change in D.C. Let's continue on the legacy of excellence with the Washington Capitals. All right, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other D.C. sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, and Wizards. And if you're following along with the Stanley Cup, follow Locked On NHL as they have you covered there five days a week as well on your podcatcher of choice and on YouTube. As we go on through the week, I'm going to continue to do player profiles and any big news that breaks. And we don't know. News could break tomorrow, and I'll have you guys covered. So that is why you need to make sure and follow or subscribe to Locked On Capitals. And also, a shout-out to the everydayers that listen to this show every day of the week. I love hearing from you guys at Twitter. Hit me up, DanCaps218, or at Locked On Caps. You are why I do this show on a daily basis. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and I'll talk to you again next time.